0: Hey, welcome in to the Main Street Murray High School Football Preview Show for week four. I'm Maurice Patton. That's Chris Yao. Some interesting matchups here as we approach the midpoint. Can you believe that? No. The midpoint of the high school football season.
1: I I was thinking about it earlier. I thought, man, you know, when we were talking uh, about the story on Main Street, preps about rules that they would change. you know. I I almost feel like I agree with starting the season a little bit later because man, it doesn't feel like high school football should be at this stage already. As far
0: along as it is. Exactly.
1: Fortunately, it's getting a little cooler. It is getting a little cooler. Friday night was really nice and
0: Thursday night. You wouldn't know nothing about that, but Thursday night was really nice. In fact, Thursday night was a little cool. I never said it. This is the first (laughs) time I've said it, but Thursday night was Yeah. As long as we can keep the rain away, we'll be all right. Absolutely. Yeah. Um again, nice slate of games here for week four. Some region games, um, some rivalry games. A couple that are both. So let's um let's take a look. Starting with um a non-region matchup as Blackman comes over to Summit and you would not expect heading into week four that these two teams have one victory between them.
1: Yeah, not, not really. You, you wouldn't expect that unless you look at their schedules. Both teams have played a really tough schedule to this point. And, again, that's what you're going to get in Class 6A ball when you're playing other 6A teams. It's going to be a difficult you know road each and every week. And, obviously, both of these teams have played – have played great stiff competition last week summit played really well against a green hill team that I, I mean, I personally didn't think that, you know, was going to have much trouble in that one summit certainly shown that they've grown over the last couple of weeks and put up a really good fight and ended up, was it, was it an overtime game or no, No, it
0: wasn't an overtime game, but it almost was (laughs) yes. um, Green Hill scored the eventual game winning touchdown with right at two minutes to play and then forced a turnover as Summit was trying to go back down and tie slash win. But yeah, like you said, um, you know, speaking to Green Hill coach Josh Crouch after that game, that's kind of what he said. You know, we're moving up to 6A this year. We really need to test ourselves going into region play and kind of expected Summit to provide that. And that's certainly what they did in a 41-35 loss for the Spartans. But Like you said, I think they've grown a lot from, you know, the the forty to nothing win over Spring Hill in their opener to the forty-two to nothing loss to Centennial, a very good Centennial team, as we're I think we're gonna continue to see over the course of the season. Meanwhile, Blackman continuing to struggle a little bit. Yeah,
1: but both of their last two losses, you can't, you know, Ravenwood is no team to slouch at and lost by touchdown. Lost to Stewart's Creek by a touchdown two weeks ago. And, you know, at this point with what Brentwood has done, I'm not putting much stock in anything that they do to anybody else. It's pretty much Brentwood is going to be Brentwood. And Mm -hmm. you just kind of got to leave that out there. So, yeah, Blackman looking for that first win in the Matt Christy era. But, again, they're right on the cusp the last couple of
0: weeks. Yeah. The Cowbell game. Ooh. Jones County, Lawrence County. First time that this game has been played in five years, basically. Wow. 2018 was the last time these two played each other. Fell off of each See, other's schedules. You know, Lawrence County was in that huge 4A region where they only had room for two non-region games, and they were playing Summertown and Loretto. So, sorry, Bobcats. See, I didn't even know this
1: game had a name because it has not been played since I've been here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So there you
0: go. It's a cowbell game, <laughs> and now I know. There you go. And if you didn't know, you now know now, as well. Now, and now you know. Um, Giles County picked up their first win last week against Fayetteville. Um, big night from X Randolph. Um, Kamari Turner continues to be Kamari Turner. Mm-hmm. But they had lost previous games against Page again. No shame there. And over Especially in Savannah. In against, yeah. And over in Savannah against Hardin County. So,
1: again, playing up in both of those contests. Mm-hmm. And I Hardin think, Count- this, this- and again, six points against Hardin County on the road. Very difficult place to play. I'm not putting a whole lot of stock
0: in. Yeah. That. This one may be a little bit more of an even test for the Bobcats than any of these first three, including that failable win. Payable being 2A. So Lawrence County, meanwhile, won their opener against Summertown, lost to Loretto, um, bounced back with a victory last year, uh, last week, excuse me, in Region 5-5A play against Lincoln County. And there's no mystery to what Lawrence County is going to do offensively. They have thrown, thrown, not completed, thrown, Fourteen passes in three games.
1: This is definitely a thunder versus lightning type game. You've got Lawrence County who's who's determined to line up and punch it down your throat. And they're comfortable playing in tight ball games. They're comfortable with the clock running. Giles County can score in a hurry. Mm-hmm. They, you, you from anywhere. From anywhere. Kamari Turner gives you you know the ability to, to get on the edge and go – uh, they've got a great quarterback. They've got a they've got a lot of athletes, so they can score from anywhere on the field. I expect this game to be really intriguing because I feel like Giles County's defense is going to be out there for a long, long time. And by the fourth quarter, depth, physicality could wear on Giles County. Be interesting to see how it plays out.
0: Yeah. Um... Tay Everly, Isaiah Bentley, and Ian Clayton have combined for 1,000 rushing yards and nine touchdowns already.
1: Do we, I see the 27, do we know if Lawrence
0: County's kicker played soccer or football on Friday? Oh, we do not know. (laughs) We We do not know what Sarah Morrison did Friday night, and that's unfortunate. Yeah, that's. That would be worth knowing.
1: <laughs> it was just a thought. I was just sitting there thinking about
0: that. This is an intriguing matchup to me. Huntington out of West Tennessee. It's an intriguing schedule
1: <laughs> <laughs> matchup. Like what
0: yeah. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Coming to Columbia Academy, the Mustangs one and one, the Bulldogs one and two after their 42-21 loss over at two-time defending, two-time defending division to a friendship christian that's that's a mouthful man yeah but um ca led over their 14 6 at halftime before getting outscored whatever those numbers are 36 to seven in the second half
1: yeah tough second half great job making adjustments you know friendship christian does what they do they they you know they're two time defending champs for a reason mm-hmm. and you know Columbia Academy still learning a little bit about how to how to win games. They've, they've not had a whole lot of success over the last couple of years. So you can kind of see where, you know, here we go again might creep up on you against the defending champs.
0: Two time.
1: Yeah. And so <laughs> I, I mean I mean, yeah, this is you got to put that out of your mind, go into this week and try to even up that record.
0: Huntington coming off a 58 21 win against Adamsville. So, this one could be some fireworks. Well, you know, Huntington, yeah, they oh,
1: hope the scoreboard is ready to. The new scoreboard? It. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, hopefully. Hopefully, the the, the the lights can't blow. <laughs>
0: exactly.
1: It is all LED. But, you know, this is an interesting mm-hmm. game or an interesting team because this is a team that went to the, the what, semifinals last year and lost to Decatur County Riverside, a team that has been. Uber successful mm-hmm. in Class One A for a long time, and Columbia Academy no no stranger to to Huntington. You know they played over that way in the playoffs for a long time uh, as a member of the Division One uh, program. So I think this is this has the potential to be a game of the week.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, Region six six A play sees Independence open. At Franklin, um, the Eagles one and two having won that triple overtime thriller that that still haunts Lawson Smith in Poor week guy. two against Page. The Admirals looking for their first win in a while, not just this year. Yeah. So um Not quite sure what to expect out of this one because, I mean, I I think you're dealing with really a couple of somewhat desperate teams. Listen,
1: Independence last week showed every bit of why they can be a a, a tough out in that region. Mm -hmm. I mean, obviously Brentwood's in it and so is Ravenwood, but – I mean, to me, Independence has—they've got really good guys on the outside. They got a great front seven, and their defensive backfield is highly underrated. I mean, obviously, what's the quarterback's name?
0: Luke McNeely.
1: McNeely plays, you know, safety. Had a seventy-yard pick six, right? Had a seventy-yard pick six on on Friday night. Uh, Holloway back there is really, really solid as well. He returns punts for Independence. Uh, They—they are sneaky athletic. I
0: expect, Are you surprised for a Class 6A program that they have as many people going both ways as they do?
1: You would think so, especially for that particular program, which is, I think they have, I think they're top, they're top six in the state. They're the, the largest in the, uh, Williamson County School Independence is. So you would think they wouldn't have that issue, but when you've got guys like Luke McNeely as athletic as he is let it's hard play. to keep him off the field can travis play. Hunter. <laughs> you know it's it, it, if he if he can play cuz he's not going to play quarterback at the next level can he play defensive backfield probably mm-hmm. so you know you really want to give him that opportunity both ways and and if he can do it without you know hurting you on either side of the ball you got to let him play and so yeah it, it's a, it's a little odd mm-hmm. but you know, Independence has been doing it for a long time. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Jackson, Campbell, oh. you just – just the, uh, the
0: the names, you can the, roll them off. It's, it's a lengthy list. You're right. You're right. Um, Franklin, you know, quite as it's kept, Franklin is not that far removed from a Class 6A state quarterfinal berth in 2021.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Since then, they've lost 22 of 23 games.
1: Who did they beat? McGavick in 21? No. That was their last win. McGavick in 21 was okay, their last so win. So
0: then they went to the quarterfinals in 20. 20. In 20. That's unfortunate.
1: Which was the final season for Donnie
0: Webb. Donnie Webb.
1: Yeah, they they are they, they've won one game. They beat McGavick,
0: and that's it. Yeah. So Obviously, the Admirals looking to get things turned around, and a win in their region opener at home would be a big one for them. And we'll down. see how that goes. Speaking of region play. And big ones. And big ones, yes. Um, Lincoln County comes to Spring Hill um, in a Region 5-5A matchup. Lincoln County, again, lost – at home last week, Lawrence County in their region opener. They are one and two overall, their one win being an overtime victory at Richland. Um, Spring Hill is one and two overall. This will be their first region game coming off of that 41 14 win last week down at Maplewood that stopped a 13 game losing streak. So, um, feels like Spring Hill is coming in here with some momentum. Ben Martin, immediately after that game Thursday night, said, you know, this doesn't mean anything if we don't win next week. Now, I don't know that that's accurate because, again, that win last week stopped a 13-game losing streak. They needed that. Do you? And re- I think that makes this more achievable Friday night.
1: Yes. A little confidence mm-hmm. going into Friday Do you remember a couple years ago? At Spring Hill, Lincoln County, overtime field goal wins. Do it. I remember you were there? I, I was know. there. I know. So but, it but was you,
0: after a it, a lightning play, huh? Yeah. And yeah. I,
1: because I remember picking up on the radio at some point, and I'm like, they're only in the third quarter. My game is yeah. over. Yes, yes they're. Only the, the, I'm just yes, driving. Yes,
0: they're only in the third quarter. <laughs> and yep. so.
1: But but boy, that was a. I mean, that's the that was kind a winnable of, all game. the kind of game I expect this one to be on. For I think it's going to be a a, a knockdown drag out between two teams that are just super competitive and really feel like this is a game they have to win.
0: Yeah, I think both these teams came into this game. If they circle games on the schedule, I think they both have this one circled. It so. it really feels like must win for both programs yeah. as
1: a whole, not just for this season or but just. A, they need this win, both programs do. And it being at Spring Hill may bring back some bad memories for
0: some folks in Lincoln County. Oh, goodness gracious, may bring back some bad memories for some folks in Spring Hill. Yeah. Um, the Pegasus Cup oh, is man. on the line as unbeaten Loretto goes to windless Summertown. The Mustangs and the Eagles, that's where the Pegasus Cup
1: comes Probably from. the best name
0: there is. It, it might very well be the best-named rivalry game that I'm I'm familiar with. Most aptly named, if nothing else. Certainly. Again, Loretto 3-0. They won their region opener in 5 2 a last week against Harpeth, 47-13. Loretto fell at Hickman County in region play, 28-14. Um, and still trying to figure some things out under a coach that's been there less than two months. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, and, and that's that's the big issue here at Summertown, that and they've just not had any consistency at the head coaching position for a while now. And so, you know, this is probably one of the best teams Loretto's ever had, in my opinion. Yeah, certainly, certainly in a long time. Certainly most athletic that, you know, that in, in recent memory.
0: And they've got a lot of things figured you know, out offensively, man.
1: It's, you know, that Richland-Loretto game last year was one of the most – Impressive games that I've ever seen at, at the Class 2A level. Uh, so I, I really expect, you know, Loretto to – because here's the thing. The best part about this is it can't be a trap game because when Loretto and Summertown meet, all bets are off.
0: No, all bets are off and they – You don't overlook this game. Neither team. Ever. I mean, and Loretto even coming in, having done what they've done to this point of the season – isn't going to overlook summertime nope. because you never know. So yeah. Um and anytime these two get on
1: uh, again. As I you said a million times and I put in that volleyball article, it does not matter. Doesn't tiddly wings it could be anything. badminton, don't care. It is
0: don't and, care. It, we're diving, we're falling, we are jumping, we are doing and, whatever and, it takes and, and, if, to and win if the do and if you don't have a bone sticking out you're playing. It, uh, exactly. So yeah. Um Region 5 2 a play continues as Mount Pleasant I don't know how you get from Mount Pleasant to um, Kingston Springs Kingston Springs but I will imagine that between now and Friday Kid Hartsfield will figure it out now once they get there I think they're gonna be in pretty good shape but, <laughs> yeah if if the bus can find its way yeah I be... mean this is you know this isn't a trap game but you know for Harpeth, again they just played loretto and they yeah, and lost and
1: lost by five and touchdowns and have waverly next week
0: <laughs> talk <laughs> about a stretch oh man whoever <laughs> made this schedule <gadget>? yeah <laughs> um talking to somebody earlier you know Darren mesa man 10 touches against um waverly in that 51 35 victory Six carries for 85 yards and a touchdown. Four catches for 154 yards and three touchdowns. So, ten touches, four touchdowns?
1: <laughs> That's pretty darn good. That's pretty efficient.
0: <laughs> I think they want to get Darian Mays of the ball.
1: Yeah, they certainly would would seem to be the, the ideal situation. I think we all owe an apology to Kit Hartsfield.
0: Goodness gracious. Uh, I want to. We owe an apology to those players, not necessarily kid. <laughs> no, kid, kid's thanking us. You don't. Think that, you don't think that was plastered in the locker
1: room? <laughs> Kit said, "No, you don't owe me an apology. I owe you. a Thank you. Yeah, you, you owe me a check. <laughs> kid, is what you owe me. Yes. <laughs> because look, I, the fact is that this Mount Pleasant team. We we talked about it. We didn't know about the. The the availability of one of their best players. Mm-hmm. He played and we we showed we out. knew another player was not going to play. Yeah, and and, yes. and had we known that McClure was gonna play, I don't know that like that changes anything. I don't
0: know if it does just because that Waverly score against Fairview and that Bryce Stanfield performance yeah. against Fairview was really lurking back Oh, then, yeah. Man, it so. was it was back
1: there. But that being said, won't we'll make that mistake again.
0: No. No, you, you'll have to get your motivation somewhere else. We'll talk more about that in a second. <laughs> um, finally, Region 55A play. Shelbyville comes to Lindsey Nelson Stadium, taking on the Lions of Columbia Central, who have put together back-to-back victories under first-year coach Tredarius Goff. Now, they've put together back-to-back victories under first-year coach Tredarius Goff, but that first game against Marshall County was a 16 to nothing loss in the season opener. A week later, Shelbyville defeated Marshall County.
1: If you're into that sort of if, thing.
0: If you, I'm just letting you know. We report, you decide.
1: You know, and, and it yeah. was a great game. It was a Main Street uh media radio game. Thursday of the night week. game, yeah. And I listened to it and it, it was just, you know, it really felt like Shelbyville's offense was really, really good. I think Columbia Central is going to have to make sure that their offense is at its best on Friday night if they want to get a win here. And here's the thing. I feel like they got to get a win here because is looking really good. Uh, this, I think this game right here will put you in the driver's seat for a home playoff game.
0: It certainly has postseason implications.
1: Absolutely. I don't think there's any question. Both these teams feel like they should be hosting in the playoffs by year's end. The winner of this game will have a the upper hand a, a much
0: better opportunity.
1: <laughs> in that yeah in that that regard. So I feel like this is this also has potential to be game of the week type atmosphere.
0: Yeah. Those are the games that will be taking place this weekend. When we come back, we'll tell you who the winners are. Stay with us.
1: You've been putting back a few and a few becomes a few too many. For a moment, you think about calling for a ride. Nah, you live nearby. What's the worst that can happen? You get pulled over,
0: your insurance goes up, you lose your license, you total your car,
1: You kill someone. Since 1975, Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint Clinic has treated the orthopedic needs of Middle Tennessee residents. The trained physicians provide surgical options and minimally invasive options to treat all orthopedic needs. The walk-in clinic OrthoQuick helps you bypass the ER while treating sports injuries and acute needs Monday through Saturday. Visit MTBJ online at MTBJ.net or on social media at Mid Tennessee Bone Joint Clinic.
0: Welcome back to the Main Street Murray High School Football Preview Show for week four. That's Chris Yao. I'm Maurice Patton. Let's tell them who's gonna win. Let's do it. Well, I'll tell them who's gonna win and we'll see if you come along or not, because last week I was eight and
1: one. Eight and one. It's a one. solid day. <laughs> what were you? I have no idea. I, I legitimately don't remember.
0: Mm. <laughs> How convenient is that? No, it's <laughs> just because I don't I don't write it down. Um
1: I feel like we only did. if
0: anybody's keeping up with Chris's picks, let us know. I
1: don't think you and I went opposite opposite very often. I, don't honestly. Think. I think it was a couple of games, and I, I, think I don't it, think it was the one that you lost. So <laughs> no, I think we were I probably identical went five on that and one three, one. if yeah. I had to be honest with yeah. you. <laughs> so yeah, we both picked Waverly and
0: that didn't and go we so both well. Lost. So um Blackman at Summit. I again, you mentioned it when we were talking about this game. I was kind of impressed with the growth that Summit showed in that ball game. showed a lot of resiliency, and I wasn't the only one that felt that way. Brian Coleman did as well, so I felt a little validated. Um, I like the Spartans in this ball game, just because I don't really know where Blackman is. Well, they're in
1: Murfreesboro. <laughs> um, that's, but that's the only answer I got. For mm-hmm. you. Uh, we're going opposite this time. Starting off, I've got the blaze in this one, and, and it has nothing to do with you know me feeling any type of way towards Summit. It's just the fact that you know Blackman has that ability to to score uh, from anywhere, and I don't know that you know Summit. Summit's gonna have to stall and then play the, you know, play a Brian Coleman type game. Um, I think Blackman's schedule makes that 0-3 look really bad. But if you when you look at the schedule, you go, okay, they've lost two games by seven points to two really, you know, really good teams.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm gonna go with the Blaze here to get their first win. All right.
0: The Cowbell game, Giles County at Lawrence County. One and two Bobcats, two and one Wildcats. It's a cat fight. It's a cat fight in the Cowbell game. That's that's interesting. The the
1: Cowbell cat fight. Listen, uh, Giles County's record is completely deceiving. (laughs) They've lost two games to two really good teams. Last week was a big win for them. I'm going to go Bobcats here.
0: You mentioned it when we were talking about the game. Giles County's ability to score from anywhere on the field, if they get an edge, I think is going to wind up being the difference in this one. I I like Giles County. Like you said, I think think Lawrence County really wants to work the clock. But if they get down, I'm not sure that they have quick strike ability to get back in a game either. I think it's going to be close, but I like the Bobcats on the road here. Huntington at Columbia Academy. Huntington with a D, but not the Hawks. Right. Yes. These are Mustangs. These are Mustangs.
1: And, you know, Columbia Academy has shown me a lot this season. I think they have played really well against a couple of very good opponents but clearly last week depth was an issue. Um, Man, I really want to pick Columbia Academy in this game, but I can't do it. I'm going Huntington.
0: Well, I'm going to do it for you because I don't think Monte Baldwin gets bottled up two weeks in a row like he did against Friendship last week. I, I like him for a big game. I like C.A. for a big game and a win here. Independence at Franklin, the Eagles 1-2, and 2, the Admirals 0-3, open in Region 6-6A play. Yeah, you saw Independence last week, and I'm a believer. Give me the Eagles. Likewise, we're going with Indy here. Uh, Lincoln County at Spring Hill, the Region 5-5A opener for the Raiders, uh, Lincoln County lost their first region game last week, both coming in at one and two overall. I think Spring Hill's got a lot of confidence. I
1: think Lincoln County feels like it's a must-win game, but it's a home for Spring
0: Hill, and I'm going to go with the Raiders. I think the Raiders are playing with a lot of confidence, and I think that they needed to win a game to know how to win a game. And I don't know that they're necessarily going to go on a roll after that, Maple would win, but they're going to win Friday night. Pegasus Cup, Loretto at Summertown. Mirror records as Loretto is 3-0 overall, 1-0 in Region 5-2A. Summertown is 0-3 overall, 0-1 in Region play. What you got? Loretto, um, we'll see you there. Yeah, I think that's pretty Painfully obvious for the Eagles. I, I got the Mustangs as well. Mount Pleasant at Harpeth. Tigers 3-0, 1-0 in region 5-2A. Harpeth 1-2-0-1. As you said, Mount Pleasant, if they find their way there, they'll be in good
1: shape when they get mm-hmm. there. Tigers
0: roll. Yes. Shelbyville 2-1. Columbia Central 2-1, both in their region 5-5A opener.
1: Like I said, they found they've, they've got some things working. I'm going with golf and the Lions. Give me Columbia Central.
0: Going with golf. I like it. Ditto. I think the Lions get it done here. Get to three and one. There you go. Uh, that's going to do it for the Main Street Murray High School football preview show for week four. Be sure and follow us at ChrisYow14 at mopatton underscore sports on Friday night as we update you from wherever we are. We'll see you all next week.